be cool, chill hangs. Yeah. And talk yeah. Is that about T- it? Big time. Big time. Good night to you, the other man, Calibers. I am Bobby. I am Jimmy. And I'm Davey. <laughs> and tonight we have a very special guest. We have Nick Rossi <laughs> of New Year's Day, Comic Christ, Pink Slips, Bullet Height, and he's with Frankie and the Studs and Three Teeth. There you go. Hey. Frankie Nick Rossi. Oh, <laughs> What? What's up, guys? Hello. Oh, not much. So, all right, at the very tip top of the podcast, for everybody who doesn't know who the fuck you are, Nick, can you give everybody your Wikipedia uh, in audio form? Why do we love you? Why are you here? Sell yourself, baby. <laughs> I I don't know why I'm here, but I can tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, my name is Nick. I'm actually from Phoenix, like you guys. And um, yeah, I moved out to LA and I do the music stuff out here. So that's, uh, I just play with a bunch of different people and it's a lot of fun. That's, uh, that's yeah, just ripping drums, dude. Hell yes. Okay, so you just came out with a new single, Paralyze. Very cool, very cool. And there's, there's a story behind the music video that it almost wasn't. It, what am I trying to say? It was just going to oh. be photos, but then became a music video. And I love yeah. that. You want to go yeah. into that? Uh, yeah, dude. Basically, uh, Lex is the singer for Three Teeth, is uh, just a monster and uh, always wants to make everything, always wants to take it from here and take it three levels up. So, yeah, what was supposed to just be, from, from what I understand, um, I'm just the drummer. You know what I mean? I just show up where I'm supposed to show up. <laughs> From what I understand, this is just supposed to be a photo shoot. And he's like, no, that's not. We, we got to go. We got to get a music video done. So full DIY, man. He he put together a camera. He put together a camera guy, put together a little makeup crew. And a friend of ours had a spot where we could shoot it. And he did one day before. And then we all went over and went to this venue, shot our little shot, shot the performance thing. Lex, from what I understand, stayed up for like 55 hours the next couple of days editing the whole thing himself. Um, and Lex then you have it. Yeah, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> from what I understand, I think that's what... Yeah, he. I mean, I know they took it back out to the desert and him and the guy that shot it, our friend Mendoza, just sat there and edited this thing for days until it was done. And then that's it. I mean, it was like full... Yeah, you know... All right, if we're gonna do this, let's just let's knock it out ourselves. So, DIY yeah, project, dude. It, it's a lot cheaper that way. I tell you what, man. Like editors, they want a lot of money. <laughs> they want they want some bank, huh? Maybe that's what I should be doing. I should get some fucking editing, man. Well, we I have the money. You have the money. We're rich. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that you're in Three Teeth. Dog. That band is so awesome. I saw them. Saw you guys when uh, it was before your time with them, but. Uh, mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, supporting Danzig Indeed. on the road, and oh, uh, yeah. holy cow! When when Three Teeth came out, it was just like, oh, this is this is awesome. It uh, just like I just remember like the feeling I got was just like, I don't know, it was, it was amazing. It was just like red. I just remember red lights everywhere. And it was just like dark yeah. and 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 spooky. It was just like, oh man, this is red. It reminds me a lot of times. So I grew up in Chicago, and I had the big industrial scene. That would remind me of brought back a bunch of um, you know, that, like going wax, to see. wax yeah. tracks scene. Yeah, so seeing all the shows back in the metro in Chicago, and just like that's what remind me of that. That's like pure industrial 
like ah uh, um, yeah it dude that i was i'm just i'm dude i love being a part of that band i'm so grateful that i can do that because that it's um a band is rad and it's um i grew up i grew up very into nine inch nails and i i mean i didn't like get super into the the industrial thing but i really enjoy it and um to to get to be in a band that's like actually kind of doing it well you know what i mean and like like keeping it going it's like like man 15 year old me would be stoked you know what i mean <laughs> I, 30 year old me is stoked but 15 year old me would also be stoked you know like it's it's really cool that um it it, it just kind of works you know how when you like well you guys know but like when you kind of you start working on something and you know you've like found your people you're like yep I can hang with these dudes. We all we're all on the same page without needing to discuss a lot. That's that's what it felt like to me. Uh getting to play in that band and and do all that stuff and um especially when we got to do the live shows cuz yeah, like you said, like he dude, he comes out just guns blazing, you know, ready to fuck shit up and that's my whole mentality when I go on stage too is just let's go. <laughs> yeah, those live shows seeing what what you posted on Instagram is just like holy cow, that's like Oh man, you guys must have had it. We're having a blast. A lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun, man. It was, I actually only did one tour with them and then everything shut down. It kind of sucked. It was, it was a really big yeah. tease. Cause well, you, know, you snuck your way into a music video there. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, did. I was like, I parlayed that really nicely. <laughs> Having done one tour before the entire world shut down. I, I was I'm very fortunate. I was able to stick around because a lot of things went sideways. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm very glad, grateful and fortunate that that was not one of them. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were out in the desert a few months later, hanging out, writing, writing new tunes. So in your perspective, what does the barcode mean? It's on Lex's face. It's on your 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 gift mask. Uh, <laughs> it's around. Yeah, um, check this thing out. Oh, where is it? It's pull sick. It out. All right. Yeah, are you in the? Look at this thing. Ooh. Oh, custom made, dude. That's that's branding if I've ever seen it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'll tell you what, boys. Is that exactly. a QR code? I'm going to take now, it. Now, yeah, exactly. It'll take you to my Patreon. <laughs> um, it's, I, I actually, so I made a whole outfit before, man, when things got canceled, I was so bummed. I had planned this whole outfit out. I got, I was ordering stuff while we were over in Europe. The one tour I did with them was in Europe and I'm ordering all this stuff and getting everything together for the U.S. tour. And I had my little outfit, but I had made this mask, which is... You can't really see, but it's got the three holes, just like the other one. And I put the these here, and I've got. I mean, it's very simple, but I like it. And um, oh, it was. Like, I had like, this whole like thing, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had this whole thing, dude. And uh, um, when I went to go do the music video, I, I came out just wearing what I was going to wear for that tour, and they're like, "Yep, okay, that works." But swap out the mask. So we got the little little three teeth branding mask going on there. The the barcode is sick, dude. I don't even know what that came from. I saw that was stuff that he shot the day before, and he's like, "We got there, and I was looking at some of the some of the footage, and I was like, how, dude? I don't even know where he comes up with some of this stuff, but it's so cool. <laughs> like the barcode over the face is 
So rad. I was already talking to him like, how are we going to do this on the road? How are we going to do this a lot? <laughs> it's like, we're not. This is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I'm like, let's just airbrush this thing every day. It looks so cool. The black lipstick too. Oh. And can you imagine you getting like an actual scanner and scanning that shit and it comes up as <laughs> or something? <laughs> yeah, it comes up as, as you know, but bananas, whatever. Oh, man. My brand of butt plug. Holy yeah, God. there you go. Exactly. <laughs> So somebody the other day doing. just posted this like uh, I was looking on the on the old memes there, and somebody had dug up like an old Motorhead branded vibrator. I was like, that's what? a very Motorhead thing to do. I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked real, and I was like, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> Speaking of memes, you're, you're a memer, that's for sure. Stories, <laughs> I love it. I'm like, what's what's in the stories? All this great, yeah. dude. I I found a couple of gold mines. I'm just like. Spitting that stuff out. <laughs> Thank I, you. I saw one um, in between the memes. It was uh, if you don't if you don't crock pot, get the fuck oh, out or something. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't if you don't crock, we can't talk, dude. <laughs> are you are you a Crocker, you you uh, you pro crock? I'm full crock over here, dude. I'm full wow. crock. Everything else, dude, take a hike, dude. I'm all about the crock. <laughs> I'm trying to get sponsored so bad. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I want to get sponsored. I want a, a crockpot endorsement so bad, dude. <laughs> I want. I I got close. There's there's somebody who's a fan of Three Teeth, and I after I had posted a couple times, had messaged me. He was like, yo, dude, I work for the company. Like, anything you want, I'll throw you my friends and family discount. And I'm like, that's rad. That's really cool. But I want that official fucking endorsement, dude. I want it to be like, <laughs> Nick Rossi, part of Team Crockpot. <laughs> I want to be an official partner, dude. Crockpots are so rad, they're like the opposite of microwaves instead of like, right? food real quick. It's really long. It's very long. It's so good. But dude, I'm telling you, man, it's the opposite of my I never thought of it that way. You're uh you're you're going on another level, dude. It, it's just weird, yeah. Like um yeah, the, the rock star, you know, wanting um uh, oh, I just want a crock pot thing. People are like just... Are you saying crack? No. Does the rock star want pot? No. No, no. A crock pot. Yeah, all all of those things Close are over, baby. All yeah, all of those things are easily yeah. available. Get, you know, with right, the fucking of, people we have. His uh, crock. <laughs> I want that crock pot endorsement too. What do you? Uh, what's like your primary cracking thing? Like, uh, oh, dude, bunch of vegetables and shit. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah, listen to your writer for them to set up. We need <laughs> going. I need two and a half pounds of Chuck Roast USDA choice, baby. Um, no, my big my my go to has been just like a beef stew for a long time, and I've been I've been perfecting that recipe, and I've got one new thing to try with it. But what I love about it is. Like I've, I've been living alone for the past like seven months now. And I realized after living alone, how hard it is to like keep your shit up, like cleaning the place or like cooking or doing any of this. So and I got, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, my mom, <laughs> I need to, yeah, I take the do not disturb sign off my apartment door. Um, my mom got me a crock pot for like in the middle of the pandemic. It was just like, it just showed up. I was like, sick. Thanks mom. <laughs> and then I just was like bored and started making stuff like, you know, but my, 
My thing right now is beef stew. Oof, that's my jam. Sounds good, man. Send yeah. it over. I did. I got. It. I'll mail. I'll mail you all some. We'll get it on some dry ice. Um, uh, yeah, dude. I I hit up the grocery store. Get the fucking sale on me. What's that? We're um lonely, lovable losers as well. Can you? You? you yeah. I will. I yes. <laughs> See if I can get this crockpot endorsement. The whole idea is we need to share that crock, dude. <laughs> you need to get, need to get, get some pots out to the people. You know what I mean? Or even better, you could cook the food and people can order, get the monthly uh, food subscription. Like you said, like, you know, like Luminati's pizza coming out. But like every month you're sending out new crock pot. Like, here's that's, everything you need to make it in your crock pot. Yeah. Oh, that's where you get. First, they get they go. get the crock pot. But See, all right, now monthly gonna, subscription. Hold on. I'm going to get my notepad. i got to write this down. Hold on. <laughs> the recipes and the ingredients that show up and then they just pop it in. Boom. Dude, you you're describing um, Next business something fresh or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what, what, whatever all those uh, those those new that new fad of like getting everything in a box and cooking it thing is going on. Um yeah, blue kitchen. Blue There blue it is. Blue, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody wants to do something like that, I actually just recently launched a Patreon. So, oh, if you go to patreon.com, we've got a couple of tiers where we do something called the Sunday Simmer, where we get on and do a live stream, <laughs> oh, and yeah. we hang out, we have some drinks, we cook some stuff, um, people can people can uh, submit recipe ideas, and uh, so yeah, check out patreon.com slash Nick Rossi, come hang, we'll so, cook. So if they submit a recipe idea, you'll make it and eat it in front yes. of them. Tell them what they <laughs> 100%. Awesome. 100%. If you want me to make grandma's meatloaf, well, I don't have an oven where I live, so that's not going to happen. But you know what I mean? Crock pot only. If, crock pot only. Yeah, I got a crock pot and a hot plate. So we'll work with what we got. You know what I mean? I'm going to say two words. I'm going to see your reaction. Uh -oh. All right. Paquito Mas. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, Hot damn. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Is that a curse? <laughs> when was the um, last time you guys were in LA? Oh, well, oh, wow. Uh, a while. <laughs> it's been a minute? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe man. it was Disneyland or something. <laughs> or, no, uh, La Santa. I think that could have been the last time. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A couple years ago? Go on. You guys ever, you guys ever experienced the moss? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think no. we have we, uh, no. Taco Bell, but not chicken burritos. That that could Duh. be cool, you know. Guys, it's it's life changing. It's it's before the pandemic too. Their salsa bar is unreal, dude. There's always like twelve different salsas. It's the best place in the world. It is it is so happy there. Everything is okay when you're at the mosque, dude. Everything, it's the best. Is there, um, oh, <laughs> whoop, whoop, drink? <laughs> there is. There is. I'm telling you, man, it, you name it. Everything there is perfect. They got Mitchell. You can roll up and get some Micheladas going. You can, whatever you want, dude. It's, it's, there's one location that doesn't, but. <laughs> so, okay. It's just, it's one and done. It's not a. Uh, you just don't go hang at that location or you only. No, it is a chain, but oh, only in LA. There's like, uh, I don't know. Like, like a Philip Bear does, dude. Or, or any of the <laughs> other Bertos, dude. Albertos, Robertos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or dude. like the the uh, the Donut Kings out there where it's just like 
this donut shop yep. is Justin's. It's like Justin. Yeah. So they've got like six locations out here and um, all of them are, are almost the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Man, I, I, like, I like those I salsa go. bars though. I like I like the salsa that the brown salsa. I don't know you call that one, but the smoky Wait, kind of. The, dude, that's the best one. That's, that's the restroom. Exactly. the toilet. That's where they make the enchilada wow. sauce, boys. That's where they make the enchilada yeah. sauce. There's a whole level of. Uh, Honest Abe going on with those salsa bars. So yeah, Dude. can you really Dude. logistically just grab all the peppers? Like I want to grab all the fucking salsa. Dude, just it's it's like, like, I, like, I, to be a sign. I like those carrots, those spicy. Oh, carrots. those are the jam, dude. Yeah. The, the the ones that are like, the carrots and the onions that are sitting in that pickle. They're they're like pickled carrots. Yeah. I'm always eating those yeah. things like one of my nose is running, but it's so good, dude. It's so good. <laughs> God, man. And you're looking. I, Have you ever, I, I ate a vegetable. I'm good for a month. That's it. <laughs> That's it, dude. Man, oh. I seen them at um at the store, like a little pickle jars. I'm like, oh, oh is it did you try it? Well, they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like four to three bucks for like this little tiny pickled spicy thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and get them for free. Load up fucking free taste. Load up three bags of them. Yeah, that's what I'm always like. Hmm, this is the appetizer and it's going to be the appetizer for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> for real appetizer. I know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Oh so God. you you're making a... Uh, a pivot to gimp masks for, <laughs> for, for three for three, three teeth. Um, um, <laughs> so you used to um, do like heavy makeup for uh, New Year's Day and Combi Christ. Is this just like a, I'm I'm tired of makeup? I just want to mask and call it a day. Yeah, because the yeah those three teeth guys they look like um Street Fighter villains. Uh, Dude, I know, right? You gotta you gotta <laughs> game of that shit. I know. I gotta get my fucking tactical gear out because I don't. I was all right. So here's. I tell you, I had a whole thing planned out, man. So my my whole my whole idea. I had. I'm not like I went so into this. I had a friend of mine who was like learning how to draw like 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 comic characters and stuff. I made him like Wait. I made him draw up a whole like mock up of like all right, this is the outfit I'm gonna get, and I like put this on and and make me have a fishnet shirt. No, 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 we gotta get rid of this fishnet shirt. Like change that. Like I went all in on this. So there was gonna be makeup. All right. Don't don't get disappointed. <laughs> There's gonna be makeup. That sounds good. That's Davey Havoc, you know. That's what I'm talking about, dude. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. We uh Breeze. <laughs> I was like, okay, I wanna have a mix between Tommy Lee, circa like Dr. Feelgood era, when he was wearing just just the leather thong, and um <laughs> and then 1994 nine inch nails. Like like Trent Reznor covered in mud. That was I wanted to have these. The, this was going to be the look. So the idea was have the ski mask on, have some some sort of makeup. I didn't ever get far enough into figuring out have some sort of makeup on underneath. Take the mask off like a like a Scooby Doo episode, and then there's you know more. There's there's some sort of makeup. That was the whole idea. Um, even worse underneath. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I needed like something that was yeah. So. No, there was gonna be there was gonna be makeup, man. Um, but you gotta put lasers on the on the eyes of the. Dude, did you just like? 
that's a good idea. Did you see the gloves that the keyboard player wore in yeah, the music yeah. video with those? Yeah, I, I, I think I do need a I'd get mask with with some lasers in it. I got totally got that makeup idea from watching an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> that that three lies, dude. That all came from that. <laughs> <laughs> Being drunk one night, I was like, it was actually, I was living with Nikki when I was with New Year's Day. And we would just get an obscene amount of tacos from this little taqueria <laughs> off the street from his place in Santa Ana. And then, got, getting those. Yeah. dude, and, and that's what, yes. So we would get a bunch of those, get a fucking 12 pack of Modelo or whatever. That was a Friday night for him and I. We just sit there watching RuPaul's Drag Race hanging out. And there was this one episode where it was like post apocalyptic. That was the, the theme in this. And Strat Queen came out with like what were supposed to be scratches all over. And it was like three scratches all over. One of them was on the face. I was like, yo, that's that's sick. And so for the next like five years, I took that makeup look. <laughs> I, took, I took that makeup look for like the next five years. But yeah. it was good. So all the young musicians out there, so you had an awesome career, like you're constantly going to the you know top tier bands. What's the secret? How do how do people break in? How do they uh what, what's your uh, advice to the young young guns that want to, uh, you know, um, all that new blood, that new blood, <laughs> yeah. be, just be a good hang. It's all about the hang, dude. It's all about the hang. Just be a good hang and everything will be fine. I like I literally do this because I just like hanging out with people and like playing music, you know, that's, uh, you know, just be cool, be fun to hang out with because you guys know like, well, and, and, and that's coming from somebody who my whole, my whole thing was tour. I just, all I ever wanted to do was tour. I just wanted to play drums at, at rock shows all over the world. That's all I ever wanted to do. So you guys know from touring, like, you know, that's 20, that's one hour out of the 24 that you're doing a show. There's 23 other hours. The rest is a hang. So you have to be down to hang and you got, and you gotta be cool with like, you just gotta be a good hang. If you're a good hang, I have found that, um, you can get away with a lot <laughs> if you're a good hang. And that's honest. Like, I don't know what, if there's like a secret to, I've been very fortunate with the um, with the bands that I've gotten to play with. Like extremely fortunate. I've gotten to play. Um, I've got I've got to play with like all my best friends. You know, like everybody that I play with is. It winds up we just becoming we just wind up becoming very close. And um, but you gotta just you gotta have a good hang, man. That's what it's all about. That's for the new. But that that is brilliant. How you, yeah, because like you said, it is. Yeah, just that one hour and everything else is just the drip yeah. weight and just, <laughs> you, just boredom and it's like, oh if, God. If your goal is to be, you know, Vinnie Kaliuta and just pl- and, and lay down the sickest sessions ever and your whole, your whole prerogative is go in and lay down the best drum tracks and you just want to do the studio thing. The hang is also still very important, but not maybe not quite as important as like ripping, right? Um, whereas you still got to rip on tour, but um, but it's all about the hang, like that. Like it's um, yeah, dude. I just that's good. So once you get the music, the musicianship down, then you got to get yeah. the, your social skills, and you got to be able yeah. to be cool if everybody can't be. A you got to be easy cool going. To hang out with someone. Yeah, you got to Yeah, you got to just be able to go with the flow because. There's only one thing that ever gets me 
um, that I ever get grumpy about on the road. And it's if I don't eat for a long time. Mm-hmm. So like, um, use the word angry oh, is the oh, word. Boy. That's the only time. And, and even if I'm hangry and have like, um, I have found uh, replacement behaviors. <laughs> like, like if I'm, if I'm do. angry, I, I, I bring my switch and I just fucking, and I just, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to play a fucking Mario Kart. Like I like to keep my mind off of this switch is what switch is what I do. If I'm on the road and I had, I not, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes you miss dinner the night before and then, you know, you're waiting to, whatever i don't know and you didn't get breakfast that morning you're just like i'm gonna fucking you know sometimes you don't eat until you get to the venue and it'll be like 3 p.m and you just settle in and you're like okay i'm gonna have to win a few mario kart championships to keep my keep my head straight today dude, <laughs> dude get a fanny pack get a little trill mix in there a little granola like a little kangaroo you just kind of that's really smart that's you know <laughs> You know what I? <laughs> I could see you with a fanny pack. Yeah, yeah, totally. I could have a. I could wear a snack pack for sure. I would probably call it a snack pack. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. snack pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah. Nowadays, that all the cool kids wear it across the chest. So yeah, we'll get the. I'll get like a tactical one. It'll be all like camo. You know what I mean? Ooh yeah. We'll have like a knife in there, and then and then like yeah. famous Amos cookies, and yeah. we'll just be able to oh, you know. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> so that's also that's pretty fascinating because, like, being all brothers, that we we never thought like, oh, we should be nice to each other. We're just always. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, but, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm nice. You're something else, dude. <laughs> Gosh, Nick. <laughs> so yeah, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because that that advice we can't give to people because we don't know that that's what you're. That to- may, might not have been as big of a factor for you guys having been brothers. You have the built-in like I can I can come at you hangry if I want to, <laughs> and you have to deal with it. <laughs> right? Yes, you do. You, you, family, you, know? family, you, what do you, say? you can't sue them. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's bitch. different. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> be cool. Chill, hangs. Yeah. And tacos. Yeah. Is that about it? Big time. Big time. Big time tacos. I have a love for tacos. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm get some tacos after this. Oh. Yeah. I'm telling you. Right, so yeah. What do you got? I just want to bring this up too. Not because you, you're also a hustler too. Not only are you doing, you know, your. Um, you're in Hustler. Yeah, you're in Hustler magazine. No, no. I saw that you're also doing the. Uh, well, yeah, the drums. You got the. Uh, you know, your crock pot. Uh, legacy you're building but also you're you're instructing too you're instructing kids on how to play drums the future of uh music so yeah yeah drummers america we salute you yeah you're bringing all the young kids the uh the um sick industrial vibe to their that's it (laughs) teaching them teaching them how to play nine inch nail songs all these eight-year-olds all right, kids, today we're going to learn Fuck You Like an Animal. Yeah, and exactly. We go. <laughs> we're going to play the clean version, and it's just, you know. One, two, three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll look up a lot of instrumentals on YouTube. <laughs> but how'd you get that? How'd you get involved with that? Doing the um... Dude, that job's the sickest. It's so cool. And I got involved because uh, uh, there's another drummer just started this school. Are you guys familiar with Stabbing Westward? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh yeah. Well, oh you we're talking about Chicago. That's there you go. That's um anyway, very good friend of mine named Bobby Amaro. Um 
he had played in um he he was playing an orgy at the time and uh had gotten home from tour he always did like lessons in his neighborhood and had decided to uh pull the trigger and go go all in on this lessons thing and open like a full school and i had played a show with him uh when i was doing when i was playing with this band called bullet height and we had it was bullet height and standing westward and bobby and i had known about each other for a while just in the drummer circle, you know? And so we're sitting there hanging. Hey man, how you doing? It's been a couple of years. And, um, he's like, I'm opening up this drum school. I was like, I need a job. So, <laughs> um, and that was, so he just kind of kept me on the, on the back burner until it was ready to go. And I just, uh, this past June was two years there. Um, and it's, it's crazy, dude. Like he opens this drum school and he was telling me how a lot of people were like, just drums you're gonna open a whole thing just for drums no guitars no basses now are you sure dude there's like we got like 150 kids there dude it's crazy like i teach like 55 kids every week um and it's great i can throw them all of my smashing pumpkins and nirvana and um rancid and green day and i can throw them all of my mcr dude i oh my god i there's this one kid who's incredible. His name's Isaac. And uh, I, I give him my hardest stuff. He just it eats cool? it up, dude. It's, he can't be stopped. He's like 13 or something. And everything I give him, I'm like, like at this point, I don't really teach him. We just learn songs together. I'll just put a song on it. Like, I don't know. what What's he doing in that fill right there? Let's figure this out because the kid's so good. But I taught him... Um, Oh, what's the name of the? Hold on, I gotta find the name of the MCR song. It's the last track on Black Parade, and I and I stayed really late I don't last love night. You anymore? I get, is it that one? Hold on, is well, it? I don't famous love you last anymore? words. Famous last. That's words. what it is. That's what it is. Famous last words. So I taught a famous last words, and dude took the kid like two two, two lessons, two thirty minute lessons, and he comes in and just rips it up, and I, I was like, my jaws on the floor, like this is crazy. It's the sickest thing ever. You like see like. I don't know. Like, it's just fun. That's the other thing. It makes drums so fun when like some seven year old comes in and wants to play Bohemian Rhapsody and they're not serious about anything. And you're like, Oh yeah, we're just hitting things with sticks. It's all going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, cause not only you make an impact when you play live, you know, everyone get, you know, one great rock show changes the world. So you help, yeah. help them there. But then also yeah, teaching music as well. It's just like, yeah, putting an inf- positive influence on the world, but also as just as a musician, I'm sure it helps you to show, teach them, and then you always keep your chops up. And you're like, when you're not on the road, then you can keep playing. So it just seems like the perfect, yeah, perfect. Side that's for dude. You. That's where I and, and that was that's what, <laughs> yes, dude. That was always my thing. Is I was like, ever since I moved out here, I'm like, okay, how do I? I gotta figure out how to get paid to play drums when I'm not on the road. And I just racked my brain for years while driving around doing Postmates and hating myself. (laughs) But we finally got somewhere. I moved out here in 2014 and in 2019, it finally worked. (laughs) I finally figured it out. But yeah, dude, it's... it's, it's, Stuck to it, dog. You know what I mean? You you just gotta... Yeah. At the the last couple of years, though, I was like, I have to finish this just out of spite now, just because it's taken so long. I have to figure out how to get paid to play drums when I'm not on the road, because I'm like, I'm just spiteful now. I'm like, I have to do this. But yeah, it was. And and best thing is, is that's what saved my ass during during the pandemic. That was the one 
all these other things that I had like pursued other jobs and um, uh, to, to do where I could like come and go. You know what I mean? Like finding a job, finding a, a means of income where you can be like, Hey, by the way, I'm leaving for six weeks and, uh, and then I'm going to be back and I need my job back. So um, like, <laughs> turns out that's a lot harder of a thing to like, you know, get. Um, and I, I, I finally like, uh, when the pandemic hit, everything went away except for the, the drums. And now I'm like sitting in, you know, sitting in my, uh, in my apartment teaching these kids drums still. And it was like, yep, this is why music is the shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Spent those five years trying to figure it out. And then it saved my ass. And when I really needed it to, you know, music is the solution to everything. There it is. It really Nick Rossi. We're going to get spooky, my dude. Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's go, dude. Because this is the Calibri's Mystic Cult of Horrors oh. podcast, very spooky. <laughs> Do you, Nick Rossi of Three Teeth, have a ghost story? And if so, Ooh. is it a spicy one? Did it, did a thing throw something at you, or scream, or uh, or I don't know, bite? Dude, <laughs> okay, you ready? All right, check this out. I got a good ghost story. I got a really good ghost story. Okay, um, this is my very first tour ever. And I was with New Year's Day and we were doing like just a, it was a West Coast, like B market thing. So we were playing like Fresno and Eugene, Oregon and Spokane, Washington. We weren't hitting the big cities, you know what I mean? And one of the shows was in Ogden, Utah. <laughs> and um, so we, we all the time. <laughs> <laughs> love that place. Yeah, um, so we go and stay and I have a bunch of photos on my phone still. This was in 2014 and I can't bring myself to delete these things because it was like, it was really cool. Um, I don't remember all, some of the details, but I'll, I'll see what I can get back. So just make them up. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, Ver Verde green. Skeleton. Whoa, what? How, <laughs> how do you know this? I'll Are you tell you later. Psychic? Are you a psychic? <laughs> Who did you talk to, dude? Uh, you... <laughs> if you still have the photos, we, we... yeah, let's see those photos. But um, let's okay. hear. All right, let's hear the story. All right, so here's the story. Yeah. So here's here's what we um, <laughs> dude, you you're you're good, you're good. All right, here's what we got. So this is what happened. We go to we go to we're we're, we're we check into this hotel. And it's kind of a nice hotel. It looks kind of like, like you get inside and it was like very early 1900s, The Shining type thing. Like big, long hallways, really cool architecture. It wasn't a Motel 6. And um, we were all really amped because the, the, the bass player, you know, he was the one in charge of the money. And normally we would stay at these really shitty hotels, but he found a really great deal. It was awesome. So we, uh, we, we all roll over like, this place is definitely haunted. We're going to go out. We're going to go to the gas station and get some 40s and we're going to go ghost hunting. So that's exactly what we did. And we start walking around the property and, um, there was like, I remember there being like a couple of spooky staircases, whatever. Then we get into the elevator and I'm sure as you guys know, like, but elevators after a certain time, they don't have the 13th floor for whatever reason. Like if you go into elevators after a certain year, they stop putting the number 13. This elevator had a number 13 on it. So we were like, let's go to the 13th floor. So we go to the 13th floor and okay. 
if you've never seen this, you you guys have probably seen this because you've done a lot of traveling and touring. But if you haven't done a lot of traveling or touring, you might not realize this is what it looks like. But you know when you exit an elevator, there's it's always in its own little room, right? There's always doors that you can close just, just to the elevator room. These doors were closed and locked for the 13th floor. Like you get out of the elevator, you take a right and there's just locked doors. There's no, you can't go to the hallway. There's nothing. So we went to the 14th floor and we decided to take the stairs down to the 13th floor. There you go. So we get, so, yeah, yeah. So we're like, we're getting to this. We got to get here. So, all right, I'm going through, let me see here. I'm almost there. All right. Let me see what I got because now that's where it gets a little foggy for me. Um, all right, hold on. Okay. So the spirits, because there was some shit, there was some noises, boys. There were some, there were some sounds. Um, we, um, oh, where is it? Where is it? So, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. So that's right. Skelly's on tap. Here's what happens. <laughs> the green skellies, dude. So we get to, and there, for some reason there was, I remember we go, we open the door and all the lights were off on this floor. So we got to where the rooms were, right? But all the lights were off on the floor and clearly there was nobody staying on this floor. And it was like the spooky, it was just weird, man. And so we're walking around and you know how like, um, you know, you just get a little comfortable after something doesn't happen for 15 minutes and you're like making jokes and like, you know, you're halfway through the, the, the steel reserve and you know, you're like, <laughs> all right. Let's hang, you know, and just we're just walking around like just being assholes, just yelling shit. And I remember hearing like, like it sounded like um, a door opening and closing, like somebody opened uh, their door and you could hear the like, you know, how like if you don't close a hotel room door, it has the automatic thing that'll just slowly close it. But sometimes they're squeaky. That's what it was. It was like, and we hear it close, like look behind us. Don't see anything. We walk around to all the rooms. Don't see anybody. All the lights still. Remember, all the lights are off on this entire floor. So we're like got our phone phone lights out. And um, we were like, okay, we got to Google whatever. We got to start Googling some shit, see what happened in this hotel. And we, uh, we found out that on the 13th floor, there are two... I remember two specific stories of people that had died on the floor as we were looking this stuff up somebody there was a woman who died in a bathtub after she found out that her husband was was killed in world war ii she was staying there in the 40s in during the war found out that her she had got served in the papers your husband is not coming back and she killed herself in there and there was in the bathtub the old fucking you know what I mean? The old cheese grater. And, um, and then, uh, and the, uh, somebody else had jumped out of the window of the 13th floor at this hotel. And, uh, so we were looking or we, we went to all the different windows and we were looking, looking around, nothing happened with the windows, but we definitely heard a door open and close. And as we were reading about this, we found out that other people have had the same experience on this, on this floor. Now, I don't know how long they kept the 13th floor closed for, but they, but people, would hear the door open and close and they say that it's the lady getting served the papers like 
of your husband's not coming back. And the other thing that everybody hears is the bathtub running. And I remember trying to go to bed that night at like three in the morning and we, everybody in the room started to hear like a drip, 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 like in our room. And we go in and look in the bathtub and it was dry as a bone. It was dry as a bone. <laughs> That's my ghost story. That's I get. That's it. This, that's it. Um, yeah. Was this hotel either at the Overlook? Was it the Overlook Hotel? It was, dude. It was, I, or the Amityville, or was it located in Amityville or on Elm Street? I'm getting up here. It was. It was called the Overlook Hotel on Elm Street in Ogden, Utah. I know, crazy, right? Oh wait, no, oh, <laughs> crazy. Three, not haunted. Sorry. <laughs> what was funny? Like you guys were, you guys were on the one side of the floor, and then like there's the other group of other people. They're they're walking around with their cameras, opening up the doors, and they you guys are actually hearing each other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. They get, they get each other, and somehow we just miss each other every time. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we just miss each other every time. Shit, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, dudes. Okay, so check this out. So here's okay. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna see if you can see this, but um, okay. So check this out. And let me know if you can. So do you see? This was the elevator. So the 13th floor was the top floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why the person jumped out of the out of the window there because it was the highest floor. So that's that was the elevator and then uh this so the 13th floor wasn't the only creepy one. For some reason the 9th floor as we were walking down the stairs trying to get to the third after we left the 13th floor we had to go back out through the stairs, right? Because the elevator wasn't was locked on that floor. And as we're going down the stairs, we get to floor nine and this, so here's, here's floor nine, right? Yeah. Oh shoot. Here's, there it is. So there's floor nine. There's the door to the floor. Let me show you. This is, this was the door handle. Oh my God. Look at all that blood. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ripped the whole door handle off of this door and you couldn't, you, you couldn't get into the floor. Oh man! We we took the elevator to floor nine, and its door was also locked by thirteen. Oh, see, they they try to trick you. Say it's floor thirteen that really has the. But it seems that floor nine is where the secrets are actually hidden. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's investigate. That's nine that's what lives. I'm saying. That's where you lose you lose your nine lives when you get on there. So last one, we got. So they had a bunch of old pictures hanging up in in the room. And as we walked in, there was this really creepy, like, um, like banquet hall or whatever. You know what I mean? But tell me this isn't something out of the the Overlook and the Shining. This is that same banquet hall back in like (laughs) 19. Same thing. Yeah. You're you're sitting right there. (laughs) 13 minus nine equals three teeth. Oh my God. It all comes together. Is is that, is that right? Uh, Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Three. Three. (laughs) Knock one out. Minus the first floor. Three teeth. <laughs> it was prophetic. Getting, uh, it was uh, quite pathetic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, speaking of three teeth and and goof gas and laughs, yeah. <laughs> we're we're at the very end. But before we fully go, where can everybody find? Nick Rossi, the master of the hang. Yes, Nick. yes. master of the hang. Oh, I like that. 
your links, like your apps, your Patreon. Yeah, and so, I get it. See, I want to want to hang out with you some more, Nick. This is I see. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, listen, all right, it's come on, let's go on tour. Let's go. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go. Hey, dude. <laughs> um, every, at the the Nick Rossi at the Nick Rossi. So Instagram the Nick Rossi, Twitter the Nick Rossi, um, Patreon that is imposter out there, fucker. Can't get <laughs> that's what I'm saying. See, you got to lock it in. You got to know which one's the official, and I'm not. I'm not going to write official. It's the Nick Rossi. There you go. Yeah. So like a professional um, wrestler. That's what exactly, exactly. And then patreon.com slash Nick Rossi is, is the one. Now I have a question for, I got to tell you guys a quick story before we end here. So you guys live in Phoenix. How long have you lived in Phoenix? Like your whole lives or what? Uh, well, for me <laughs> at least, uh, first grade. Our first grade. About, Cause you got a really good, uh, job so almost all my life yeah yeah hell yeah and it was from chicago yes nice okay so um when i was i was born and raised out there and when i was in high school um two of my best friends clayton and chad and we grew up around the corner from each other we would always be sharing like a, a much of my music taste came from these two guys and um i remember being in like i was always the older one they were a year behind us so i was the one that got my car first and i was the one that would drive us around when you know like in in high school and um i remember them coming to me one day and being like dude we found this band called calibris you gotta check this shit out you got <laughs> dude you know <laughs> you're never gonna believe this you're never gonna believe this um so anyway um so they bring that. So there was a good chunk of time where we were all cruising around when I'm 16 and they were 14, 15 years old listening to you guys. So when you hit me up on Instagram, I was like, I was at Clayton's apartment. So my friend Clayton moved out here. We've known each other since we were five years old, grew up around the corner from each other. And, um, and all of us still with Chad are very close. Last September, we went out to Phoenix for his wedding. Both of us are in his wedding party. Like all of us are still very close. And I were Clayton and I are hanging out. And I was like, you're never going to believe this. Who just, who just hit me up to be on their podcast calories. He's like, what the fuck dude? No way. It was a very crazy full circle moment of this friend that I've known my entire life, having introduced me to you guys back when we were 15, 16 years old. And then when you hit me up, I'm at his apartment. Some crazy universe shit going on there. Let me guess, he lives in apartment number 13? Oh! How did you know that, dude? Oh, okay. You got... <laughs> it's actually A, but, you know, we'll pretend like that. Um, that yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's red. Hell yeah, man. I've got one more question for you. Do you guys have... Oh. Just one last one, because I, I, was, I was with him. Hold on, I gotta find out. I gotta find the... I gotta find it here. Oh, no. There's a there's a release of yours that he was like, he was like, I, I wonder if they still have this. And I wrote it down, but it looks like I deleted the note on accident. So I'll just text me later. Bro. I told him I'd ask. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I need to. I, I told him I'd ask. And, and it was, dude, it was such a cool full circle moment of getting, yeah. getting you guys, like you messaging me when I'm at his place. It's really cool. Well, here, here's a more of that circle moment. Nick Rossi, we have a partying uh, gift for you. What? 
a piece of the Calabrese iconic collection. Oh my <laughs> god, go. this is so cool! Ask you uh, your information later, your address, yeah, and gonna, yeah. But for everybody else, for your CalabreseStore.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, but yes. Oh, and final thoughts for you. Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to give this to you. You are our family now. <laughs> if you need anything from us. Let us know. Crockpot recipes. Uh, Ooh, vice versa. Yeah. If you guys want to start exchanging some, some recipes, just saying, man, that's my shit. That's my jam. That's Actually, my jam. Uh, just had uh, some crockpot shit at Bob's house when we were playing Dungeon and Morkborgs. <laughs> but um, yes. Uh, so yeah just like for anything it could be anything crock pat shit um advice about anything i'll tell you what uh, this is the only thing i have a request already i'm very demanding i have a request already what's up? there's a three teeth tour on the books and we're going to you know um fingers crossed everything stays going my request for you is you got to come hang when we come through phoenix oh hell yeah come and hang out yes oh yeah that's what i need come come hang <laughs> I'm down for a hang, baby. Yeah. All right, good. 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 I'll t I'll let you know the information and where to be and when, and that's my that's my only request. So, and vice versa. Tacos. You, that's yes, dude. Yes. Okay. So he's like, I'm hangry right now. He's like, oh, look out! He's he's playing Mario Kart. Look out! So. Get this man, <laughs> he just posted a picture on the road. He's playing Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, if you ever you ever see that go up, you know it's like send send this man some food. Aaron, drop him some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so that has been episode thirty three with Nick Rossi. Thank you for taking the time to be here, Nick. Fucking love you, and um, you yeah, guys are the best. Catch you later. <laughs> All right, sounds good. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me. This was super fun, man. This hey, is a good hang. Hang, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> good hang. <laughs> so crazy having known about you guys for literally like 15 years and following. And I like, you know, I remember like when I like Nikki reposted something, and I'm like, dude, this is that's crazy. Like I've known about those guys since I was in high school, man. It's so cool. He's the best. Man. He's the best. I know, when I, it is a small world. It's crazy. And dude, it's the smallest world. It's like you said, yeah. living the dream that that you have, like like fifteen year old you, like actually doing something. And it, that's that's how it seems like everyone's actually doing that. They're actually living the dream and just like everyone's connecting on that level of like just doing it. That's what it is, and, and it's it's like uh, when you get to that point, when you get to where you're like, man, if you think about what you wanted to do and then how it kind of like panned out. It's like, fuck dude, this is like, I can't believe this happened. Like that's so rad, you know? And you're just you're grateful as hell. You know, you're like, I can't forget to do this. This is crazy. This is weird. This is like in the best way, you know, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. sometimes shit works out. You know what I mean? Sometimes shit works out. It's hard. You know, you guys know, man, it's fucking hard sometimes, but I'd rather do this and you know, struggle a little bit financially and still wake up and be like, I get to, at least I get to do this. Then, you know, going and having, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Having, having, having some financial security, but being like, God, my job sucks. 
I'm you know, or tiles on houses in Arizona in the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. You can keep, keep uh, that. Keep that. Sub, uh, a sandwich artist. Dude, I, I'm, listen, I have a sandwich artist story for you real quick. So there's this. So obviously being very into cooking, I, I like film a bunch of cooking shit that I do. And I was trying to get good at it before I launched the Patreon. And so Frankie and I had finished a session one Sunday and I was like, yo, I'm gonna bring the air fryer over. Let's make chicken parmesan. But we, we wanted to go to this crazy cool Italian deli um, that's in Burbank. And so we go there, it's on that reel that I posted. Like that's what it, that, that's what it was. And so um, we go there and get like some really fucking awesome pasta and like the mozzarella ball from the deli, you know, counter and all this shit. And I remember walking out, I don't know if you guys have ever had this, like you've been doing the music thing for a long time. It gets fucking hard sometimes. And sometimes you're like, fuck, is this worth it, man? <laughs> like, as you're, you know what I mean? Like, we you're just like, that. <laughs> sometimes you're just like, God damn, life, life could be a lot easier if I dick another road. I would be miserable, but life could be happy. Anyway, so I say all this. I'm walking out with all my shit. We're getting ready to go cook stuff. And they have this big sign that's like, now hiring. And I saw sandwich artist on there. And this place is like, very like high-end deli and i was like this isn't some subway shit like when they say sandwich artists they really mean it and there was i'd be lying if i didn't say there was a moment that didn't cross my mind that was like give it all up give it all up just be a sandwich <laughs> artist just go be a sandwich artist fucking grow your hair out grow a beard say fuck it and just live in burbank and make sandwiches all day at a very high level you know <laughs> i was like i saw sandwich artist on there and was like it's an artist. <laughs> I think that's what I was saying. Is I'm like, well, I would still feel like I'm doing a craft at a very high level. It's like that is my true. brain tricking it myself. You know, you know, if it ends up like that, that'd be awesome. But right now, keep doing it. That's I know, no, and 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 I, I I say that out of out of confidence that I would never fucking give up playing drums or doing what I'm doing. But sometimes you're like, you know, you're you're having fun and you're fucking joking around, and you like walk by and you're like, sandwich artist, fucking give it all up. <laughs> To give it all up and yeah. and move away and just make sandwiches at a at a very high level for the rest of my days. <laughs> and you know what? It was funny because that sandwich artist is looking at you saying, "Man, if I could just give it all up and go on tour and play drums across the world, I'd love." <laughs> right? And you know what was so crazy? Okay, so I go to check out at this thing, and I'm wearing a nine inch nail shirt, and this dude who's like in his mid sixties, he's got like a belly, and he's just like working at this fucking sandwich counter, getting me my mozzarella cheese. I go to I go to check out and he was like, You ever seen Nine Inch Nails Live? And I was like, Have you, old man? Like <laughs> and and so I'm like, Yeah, I've seen him live a couple times. And he's like, Yeah, me too. I saw him with Bowie back in the 90s. And I was like, fuck, dude, I proceeded to have the sickest conversation with this 65-year-old guy about seeing Soundgarden in the 90s and Nirvana open up for so-and-so and like and just so unexpected. And I was like, that's when I turned around. And as I'm walking out, I'm like, maybe this is where I belong. No, no, no. I don't want to be the old guy. <laughs> I don't want to be the old guy being like, you ever seen nails back? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> as much as you're, you're Nick King of the hang. That's why I can that's, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. <laughs> we'll hang more, baby. I'll text let's you. Do it again. Let's do it again. As you can see, I'll keep, I'll keep the hang going. I, it's hard for oh, me yeah. to stop. <laughs> but yeah. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you good, later. Good seeing y'all. All right, man. Talk to y'all later. Thanks again. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Yes,